That's what that's what I was saying to God yesterday. That's what I was saying to God after that encounter with that uh with that uh, demon, with that power. And uh I said, God, you know, you gotta wash me. You gotta detox me. You gotta cleanse me from all that filthiness. You gotta do something for me. And uh, he did. <clears throat> he did. And I'm so thankful this morning. I went and dug this old song up. Because you know that song is strictly from the word, from Psalm 51, verse 2. Where King David said, wash me thoroughly from my iniquity. And cleanse me from my sin. Wash me. I want you to think about that for a minute. Because, see, I had to ask God to wash me because I couldn't minister to anybody for a minute or two until I got that thing right with God. You know, that, that, that meant that my own nature rose up. That old nature from programming in the military and fighting civil rights battles and you name it. But it rose up, <clears throat> and uh, I wanted to kind of handle that a little bit in the flesh because now that meant that that was in me. I had to, I had to deal with that because I wasn't going to transfer nothing. I will never do that on anybody else. So I remember this this old um, Pentecostal song here, Wash Me. Psalm 51 and 2. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. See, right at that moment, up until... Sometime early this morning, I wasn't worried about nobody else, but I was worried about my own soul. I told you. I'm doing everything I do because I got to make heaven. I got to make heaven. That's the purpose. That's the reason, if you want to know. And so then I realized, wait a minute, I got to get, I got to get cleansed from this mess I've been in. And um, see, I used to curse like a sailor. I was a captain in the army, every other word. And I learned how to curse in the army. My mother went to heaven. My mother ain't never heard me use a swear word, a curse word, never. My mother, my father, my grandparents. I don't even think I've used many rare in front of my brothers and sisters. But but it, but the world the world knew me in another way. I could fling them out left, right, up, down. And it's amazing growing up not cursing and using swear words and stuff, how fast I picked them up. <laughs> they just came out the air. And I, I liked it. I thought it was, you know, I, I liked it. But you see, I had to ask God to cleanse me, wash me, because I don't like that. It, I felt like it was appropriate at that time. I didn't feel nothing at the time. I just acted. So then the Lord said to me, I don't know how he deal with you. I don't, I don't even know if things convict you. They convict me. They convict me. When I do wrong, I, I get convicted in my heart. Now, I know I shouldn't have been 
Want to provoke no fighting. I shouldn't have been cussing and carrying on. God saved me. Even in the middle of my sin, he extended love and mercy toward me. And that's why I had to pray. I had to get them, get them demons up off of me. I had to get all the supporting spirits. But more than that, I needed to know why did I do that? Because normally stuff like that. Um, but I say there's something in me. And so I thought about these. Somebody said I have no sound. Is the sound off on the speaker or is it just their phone? Help me out. We have sound on the speaker or no sound? I can hear. Okay. Blog talk and speaker audio clear. Check your phone. Because I really want to share this with you. Great. So I said, Lord, what provoked me to go back? See, that's my lower nature. That's my monkey nature. Okay? I say, Lord, what provoked me to go back to the monkey mind? Just like that. My lower nature. He said, well, I'm going to show you what provoked you. He said, go to Psalm 56.3. He said, it says, what time I am afraid, I will trust in thee. What time I am afraid, I will trust in thee. He said, what time I am afraid, I will trust in thee. He said, you trusted in me after after you unloose your lower nature, you thought of a solution from your monkey mind. (laughs) And then you realize that the monkey mind couldn't help you. (laughs) He said, David did that. That's what made me think about watch me, cleanse me. He said, David did that. He said, go read it. Go find it and read it. He said, and read the scripture below it. Read the B part. He said, there was only one time when David, King David, ever showed fear of man. And when when King David displayed that fear of man, that was when he was in gas. He said, that's the only recorded occasion in my word where David was uh, afraid of man, of man, of man. But he said, What time I am afraid, I will trust in thee. He said that that spirit manifested and walked out of that man and tried to, to get loose. The Holy Spirit said it wanted to be loose. And if it had gotten loose, it would have run havoc. In your life, in your church that I've made you overseer of, in your marriage, in everything around you. He said, would have run havoc because that is what it was supposed to do. I said, okay. See, when things happen to me, I sit back and go to God. Especially the way he rescued me, the way he saved me out of that dilemma. But then I know that I had become defiled in it. And I had to get that defilement up off of me. 
I had dirt on my garment. That means I needed to change the whole garment. David said, what time I am afraid, I will trust in thee. He said, so you will never, ever, even to that little point, lack my ability again in life. He said, because I showed you I am able to do, and that's all he said, to do. So, then I took a look at Psalm 56 and 4, because I want to know, I want to be able to understand this. And, And over there in Psalm 56 and 4, it says, In God, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust. I will not fear what flesh can do unto me. He said, that's got to be your banner. That's what you got to stand on in the day you are afraid. He said, what that means, Erica, is that you will trustfully take me into you or unto you and upon you that every day of your life from this day forward will be a day of disciplined faith unto me. He said, and in addition to that, I want you to take this on too. <clears throat> he said, I want you to take this on too. He said, I'm going to put this in your soul and it's going to resonate to the point that it will become natural to you to respond. With your trust in me. He said, that's okay. It's okay. And that was Jeremiah 1 and 8. Be not afraid of their faces. For I am with thee to deliver thee, saith the Lord. He said, so what time you are afraid will become so natural to you that you will automatically put your trust in me. He said, now you got to work on that. You got to work on that. He said, you weren't afraid of the demon because you didn't even flinch when I allowed it to come out so you could see it. I said, uh, okay. He said, I wanted you to see. I wanted to increase your understanding. He said, so many people out there these days are mocking devils and demons. He said, but they ain't really seen no devils and demons because I have shielded them from it. He said, I don't know what a real devil and a real demon is because they don't want to look inside themselves. He said, but I want you to rely on my providence and I want you to rely on my promise for deliverance. So I'm giving you a promise for deliverance. He said, and you did the right thing by not wanting anything to transfer because you love my people so much. You'll step back and wait on me. 
Now, I'm just sharing this with you because, you see, a long time ago, I know my job in heaven is a washerwoman. I know that. So I'm not trying to prove nothing. God already gave me my job, job description, told me how long I'm going to. So I ain't got nothing to prove to nobody. But I've got to prove to God (laughs) that my faith will not waver, that my faith will remain steadfast, that my faith in him is abounding and growing. So then I had to say, Wash me. Wash me. I want the generational stuff out of me that caused me to want to fight. And probably because my whole walk in Christ has been a fight from day one. But God say, you don't have to fight anymore. Let me do it. Yea, though you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, you will fear no evil, for I am with you. Eric Shepherd, and each one of you this morning that will believe it. See, some of you have a problem in the believing. And he reminded me. Peter thought he could fight them all too. He said, but King David admitted, that's why he was a king. He admitted that there were times when he was afraid. There were times when he saw himself in danger. He said, y'all need a human. I implanted fear in people, in you, Erica, to make you cautious. I, I, Erica, allow people to fear to induce them to put their trust in me as a preserver, protector, and friend. He said, fear. Fear is designed to make us feel that we need a God. We need, you need, talking about me, you need a little refreshing. You need it added to your understanding that you have no power to save yourself from impending danger. But I do. I do. I said thank you. It has to become second nature in you, Erica. To know that I can protect you from danger. And I will protect you in a manner as I see fit, not you. I have to increase your knowledge that whatever the result is, Erica, whether life or death, that it's going to be as I see best. And then he went on to talk a few things about, you know, life and death. But the thing that the Holy Spirit made absolutely clear to me that God has power 
to deliver us our ways. And if he doesn't deliver, it's not because he's inattentive or he doesn't have power. He always has power to save us. Always. Brothers and sisters, your faith will be tested. For what? What time I am afraid, I will put my trust in you. So then he said, take a look at Psalm 56, 13, which says, For thou hast delivered my soul from death. Will not thou deliver my feet from falling, that I may walk before God in the light of the living. In the light of the living. In the light of the living. Then I say, wash me. Wash me. Cleanse me. Wash me. Wash me. Wash me. Please me. 
He said, go to John 10, 10. You see, that came this, this the, the, the understanding came this morning. The repentance came all night long and into the morning. All right? And the understanding of another way, it's nothing but fear operating in you, some type when you want to take it into your own hands. And you think you can, too. He said, you were, that thing you saw came out of John 10.10. I said, okay. Now, I know John 10.10. It resonates in my heart every, you know, but it flares up every from time to time. But John 10, 10 says, the thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. That's the A part. But the B part, I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. So then, I began to run a reference on those scriptures of the thief. And, uh, you see, it doesn't matter that I get this. It matters that the person that this thing is in gets this. So I said, that's how powerful that demon is when it comes at you full force. The thief, the stealer, the killer, the, the Destroyer, all in one, all embodied in one person. I I knew I was going to wait on God until He revealed it because He wants that thing destroyed. So then He then He gave me this morning, First Peter four fifteen. Now, this has been going on now, I don't know how many hours. If you count the time when God first allowed it to manifest up to now, you see, I've been in in deep agony all this time. People came for ministry. I would not minister to them because I wasn't going to transfer nothing on them. Then it's a snowstorm. They can't leave. You see how God did that? He allowed a snowstorm to come where they couldn't leave. Until they got what they came here for. They still here at the hotel. And then God said, that's that's their problem. When I am afraid. He said, now just pray for them over the phone. Tell them to relax, calm down. First Peter 4.15, but let none of you suffer as a murderer or as a thief or as an evildoer, or as a busybody in other men's matters. You see, the assignment, the real assignment on that person was to steal from me, kill me, destroy me, destroy my work, and destroy the ministry. Because that's all they know. That's what's in them. Everything up to this point in their life has been stolen from them, been set out to kill them and destroy them because they have been born with something and they had used the wrong terminology, which was the right one that they thought, which allowed the thief, the stealer, the killer, the destroyer to come in And that's what it's been doing to their life. Do what word? Sabotage. So that demon was ready to sabotage me. It thought thought it had got me off isolated where there was nobody. I didn't even, because I didn't even tell you what went on, the conversation between me and that devil. It was working. It was vexing me. It was provoking me. 
It was doing everything it could so that it would have an opportunity. If it took my life, it had a right to Satan to counterfeit my anointing. If it destroyed me, it had a right from Satan to take over everything that I had built up for 30-something years. Because it did what? It killed me. It could kill you physically or it could kill you spiritually. Either way, you dead. When am I when I am afraid I trust in thee. Don't let the monkey mind trick you. <laughs> it even tried to transfer its monkey mind to me. It's lower nature. But God, but God, Second Peter 3 and 10 says, but the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night into which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. The earth also and the works and the works that are therein shall be burned up. Let me tell you something. People call me with the same devil all day yesterday. Trying to provoke me to go in the flesh and minister to somebody. But the de- how many of y'all know the devil is a liar? For real. I wasn't budging. I wasn't moving until the Lord had washed me thoroughly. Until the Lord had cleansed me. Until the Lord had given me understanding. I watched so much happen yesterday. It wasn't even, it's incredible. It's incredible. Then I got a text from my friend Shannon. Saying, um, let's do some shows together in March. That was my sign, okay? I went virgin. I wasn't going to tell him yet, nobody, until the Lord had watched me, delivered me, and cleansed me. God is great. The devil is a liar, a thief, a stealer, and a killer. It ain't care nothing about your flesh. It wants your destiny. He doesn't give a nothing about your flesh. He's concerned about the activity of your soul and the gifting of God in your spirit. Trying to be something I'm not to please everyone else I look deep in the mirror to find everything that isn't right with myself God only knows I've tried to fight it, fight it It's just the world, the soul is crying, crying The devil is alive
Come out of hiding. Come out of hiding. Go. Loose that brain. Loose that mind. Go in the name of Jesus. Loose that creativity and talent that you've stolen. Go. Loose that time. You've stolen people's time. Cutting short their abundance. Go. Get out. Get out. You stole in their healing. You stole in their deliverance. You lied. Go. Get out. Go. Get out. The Bible says, First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 4. But ye brethren are not in darkness that that day should overtake you as a thief. Go! Get out! I command your power to go to zero! Loose! Loose the captives. Freedom from your thievery. Freedom from your thieving act. Go. In the name of Jesus. Now, Father, I loose by the power of your own Holy Spirit the spirit of restoration. The spirit of abundance. And Lord God, I unloose on earth your showers of blessings. Fill. And I thank you for it this morning. That we're going to do life big. I thank you that today is, today is day uh, uh Five more days. Four more days on this fast. And I thank you. You're showing yourself strong and big. Thank you. Thank you. I will never give up in the name of Jesus.
time. 